The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is April 7th, 2015. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. I don't know about you guys, but that song <laughs> gets me going. <laughs> yep, that's, by Brad, that's by Brad Zare, by the way. Anybody want to check him out? Uh, he's, he's a top guitarist. and Just go to bradzare.com, and that's spelled S-A-Y-R-E. Check it out. All right. Joining me today we, for, as co-host, we have Jim Klug. Jim served for 19 months in Vietnam, is a Purple Heart recipient, and now holds a position for National Historian for Military Order of the Purple Heart. And also, you were a uh, uh, chaplain's assistant over in Vietnam, weren't you, Jim? Yes, I was, Gary. After my 12 months infantry, I was asked to stay over with a little bit of encouragement, and I became the battalion chaplain's assistant for the 1st to the 10th of the 4th. Whew! Ooh, you said that all in one breath. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're, I'm thrilled to join today, Gary. And uh, I'll tell you what, such a thrill to have Chaplin here and to hear what he's got for us. And uh, it's going to be a good show. All right. Just a quick note before we get to our guest. Last week we had a very unique organization, didn't we, uh, uh, Jim? There's women, women in International Security. They're dedicated to advancing the leadership and professionalism and develop the development of women and actually the uh, the international peace and security of uh, of this nation. Uh, but you just go just go to the uh, the archive show and listen to them because it's a pretty interesting um, organization. If you missed the show, like I said, it's archived on demand on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Don't forget to visit American Heroes Network Radio's archive library of radio shows. It's actually we created a veterans resource that is truly making a difference through our weekly live shows. All our shows are archived on demand for easy access to resources and events anytime, anywhere, and on any device. Jim, you want to hear something pretty cool? I think I kind of know, but yes, I sure do. <laughs> oh, you, you have the script, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I got it. <laughs> All right. I received an email from one of our listeners saying for the past several years, her and her family would be listening to our shows, and they love them. A special thank you goes out to Victoria and her family. Victoria is from the country of Belarus, officially the Republic of Belarus. Victoria, we're going to get you a little souvenir from the American Heroes out as soon as we can. And again, thank you. Hey, that's great. Isn't that great? Yeah, from, that's from one of our 83 countries that listen. Unbelievable. Pretty... Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Well, our title of our show today is Military Service to Prison Bars. And we have Chaplain Philip Carter 
is the national chaplain for the National Incarcerated Veterans Network USA, where he helps his fellow veterans and finds answers and makes lasting peace with their past. I want to welcome you, Chaplain. Thank you, Gary. It's good to be with you this morning and talk about this subject, which is uh, very, very close to my heart. Yes, I, I just didn't believe the numbers. Uh, Jim, you remember the numbers, didn't you? I think we mentioned that earlier. They're absolutely staggering, the numbers. Yeah, you, you wouldn't believe it. How many, how many veterans are incarcerated, Chaplain? The, uh, the numbers, be, because of some of the reporting that we're getting um, from the prisons and everything, they uh, vary between 800,000 to a million, and then they break that down to 20% of that number are females. That's phenomenal. Unbelievable. Uh, so, exactly, why don't you tell us about your job? I mean, being a national uh, chaplain uh, for the incarcerated, and, and what do you do? You, you go to prisons all over the United States? or If I can't get there physically, I go there um, with, by telephone, and I go by there, uh, my correspondence and everything. And what I am focused on is four components when I'm dealing with these incarcerated veterans. I'm focused on their physical well-being, their psychological well-being, social well-being, and their spiritual well-being. The the number one um, or the two number uh, top causes for veterans' incarcerations are, are generally PTSD or traumatic brain injury. So um, it's... Um, the um, the debriefing and the services that are available for our veterans coming back from um, wars is good, but it's still a work in progress, and unfortunately, that that's leading to transition difficulties for um, many of our veterans coming out of um, combat situations. Because, as they say, unless you've actually had boots on the ground in, in a combat situation, it, it's hard to understand, and so. Uh, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of work to be done. And so, like I said, I focus on their physical well-being, psychological, social, and spiritual, and make uh, we hopefully lead with peace with the past and uh, purpose in life and um, meaning. Mm-hmm. Chaplain, Chaplain Carter, uh, Jim speaking. I, uh, uh, it overwhelms me to hear the uh, statistics of those that have uh, been passed over emotionally and mentally with regards to post-deployment and find themselves facing two absolutely intolerable and hideous alternatives, either imprisonment because of the difficulties in in integrating back into society and or what we've talked about on the radio so many months in the past is the ultimate 22 suicides every single day. This nation is wholly... um, um, negligent in in addressing this in absolutely the most stringent way, and and I've got to say your efforts have got to be just the uh, the the very beginning of the iceberg as far as all that needs to be done. The numbers of incarcerations and the desperateness that must exist in the minds of those that are incarcerated that you face when you're talking to them, I can only imagine what that must be like. Well. 
to date, you know, a number of communities have sought to reduce the number of incarcerated, uh, incarcerated veterans by setting up veterans' court. This is an alternative to, this, to the traditional judicial processes, and it offers some veterans an opportunity to avoid prison and jail time and sometimes a conviction. Mm-hmm. However, these, these courts, while they're helpful, they're a back-end approach. By the time a veteran is in court, he or she already has a permanent arrest record, and while the natural course of addiction as well as the challenges of a mental illness can cause the possibility of falling out of the veterans' court and ended up incarcerated and with a conviction record, is very real. And then it's a steady it's a steady uphill climb from that because of they still are faced with the PTSD. They've now got a police record. They still are they've got the integration into that jail community. The the monument that must be in front of an individual trying to succumb that is overwhelming for them, I'm sure. And to 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 follow up on that, Jim and everything is uh, um we need our leaders to take more responsibility for ensuring that the men and women that are being sent into combat receive the quality treatment and services they need and deserve when they get home. Because both human and financial of inaction has been much to date and will be even greater unless there are some effective attention and corrections made to, um, to what we're doing. That's right. That's right. You know, we, we've had a show on uh, about a month ago. It was about veterans' courts, and I believe that uh, probably the, the prison population is a lot higher in states that don't have the courts as of yet, um, uh, which we're trying to get into every state. Is that, Jim, you remember that? Yes, I do, and it was staggering. It's unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And And, you know... They're just sitting there, and, and, and nothing's being done. That's the sad part. That's the real sad part. Uh, Chaplain Carter, I, 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 we, we, I guess I'd like to maybe jump out of right where we are, but please, if we could keep a place marker right where we are. The reason I'm going to – there's a question here, believe me. Um, I believe that probably the sensitivity, besides probably what's inherent that God gave you in your heart to reach out to those in need, that's the first prerequisite. But I think also, too, I think our audience needs to know that you yourself were in Vietnam and went there in 1970. So you, in fact, have have borne through the uh, shame of coming home that was cast upon you by this by this nation of ours that we fought to preserve the freedoms of in other nations. And so you've dealt with it yourself, and I'm sure that was part of the uh, motivation that drove you to reach out even further and to act in this capacity that you are. Is that correct? That, that's correct, Gary. And I started looking at this as I started doing um, my own efforts to heal my past and everything. And... Um, I found out that the most effective um, healing was going on when veterans had other veterans to connect to, because while the average um, individual may have some concern about the veterans' issues and everything, as uh, the old song, unless you walk a mile in my shoes, you really don't know what what I've um, what I've been through, and so. Uh, 
I found that um, being a fellow veteran gives me a commonality with with my fellow veterans, and um, which opens doors that otherwise they would um, they would close to others because it, it's not really easy to open up and say I'm I'm a I'm wounded uh, because uh, even it's it's like they say not all um, war wounds are visible, and uh, so it's it's um. It's still an uphill battle. We've we've accomplished much, but there's still much more to be done. Right, right. Well, Chaplain, we're gonna we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, what we'd like to do is come back and listen to your story. What happened? Okay. Good. Yes. All right. Again, today's show was brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. Also, check out our local partners page to see local businesses and support our veteran communities. Just be sure to support them back. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Wow. I like that song. <laughs> Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Chaplain Carter from the National Incarcerated Veterans Network USA. Uh, Chaplain, why don't you tell us about your story when you came back, and, and I know you went through a lot, so we're ready to listen. Uh, most of us can remember the, um, the Vietnam years and everything, and it was a time of major division in our country, and there were the majority of the population of the United States were very much very much opposed to our involvement in Vietnam. And whenever we would, we would come home alone, um, 
very little debriefing. We would be met by these hostile crowds of civilians in, in the bus stations and the airports. Yep. Yep. And they would do horrible things, um, spitting on us, calling us baby killers and everything. Yep. So for a lot of years, I, I, I had an anger that was just always right there at the edge, ready to boil over. And uh, I was doing a lot of self-medicating with alcohol at that time. So uh, naturally, being in the, in the bars and everything, there was also um, quite, a, quite a bit of fighting and everything um, because of uh, anything I perceived as disrespect. I mean, my country called, and I served. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't run to Canada and hide, as so many others did and everything. And it's just... Um, it took me a long time, but it was it was finally um, with with the help of um, my father, who was career Air Force, and my uncle Robert, career Air Force, and uh, they they each had um, experiences also in Vietnam, and so I was able to start on the road to healing and everything, and even today, it is my work with incarcerated veterans that gives me purpose and meaning in life, and this is all just part of the prescription for healing for me. Chaplain Carter, what was that pivot point in that low spot of post-deployment and service to this nation and and trying to rescue other countries to something better than what we clearly all recognized? What was the one pivot point when you finally tipped over and started to go a different direction? In 1978, I was uh, involved in a um, a ballroom brawl, and I ended up by uh, using a broken beer bottle on a young man, mm-hmm. and oh, sure. it ended up being charged with aggravated assault. And that's that's kind of when I hit rock bottom. When I was facing yeah. 20 years in prison. I ended up being incarcerated for only 16 months, and uh, but that that was the pivot point for me to really start making peace with the past. I sure heard. Wow, wow, that's that's strong, Chaplain. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Now, Chaplain, when when you go to the prisons. What what's how do, what do you say to these guys? I mean, uh, what's the whole idea as far as you know, they forget the simple things in life, like eating right, for instance. Okay, um, uh, what other things are do you cover with these uh, uh, incarcerated veterans? Okay, there there are um, always the questions about: Am I still eligible for? the benefits that I earned from my military service, that is a frequent question that I get and everything. Um, particularly the um, the service <clears throat> excuse me. The um, the service connected uh, veterans and everything um, and they do lose a portion of their compensation but but not all of it. And um so that that's what I try to let them know is there there are still um, those elements that they've earned by their military <coughs> service that they're still entitled to, and that, uh, that that 
the main thing I'm trying to let them know is there it, there is um, possibility to make peace with the past and live um, fulfilling lives, keep families together, transition to the community, and be positive, productive members of their community and their families. And this this is what I always want to try to stress: is there there is a quality of life beyond the conviction that 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 can be uh, that they can be proud of. Mm-hmm. Now, what what do you teach them as far as keeping their marriage together? I mean, how many? What's I know we work on percentages. It's just guesstimates right now. But uh, as far as uh, our veterans, uh, uh, what's the percentage that are married? I know uh, this would be just a guess. The the um, I'm looking for those statistics and everything, and uh, that's a good question because they they are um, the divorce rate for our incarcerated is um, so, so high it it just um, it, it, it's staggering that they. Um, Well, I, I I also just read something about uh, as far as Vietnam veterans go, uh, the the divorce ratio is ninety percent. Yeah, right. I've heard the same thing, Gary. Yes, that's outrageous. Yeah, yeah. I I I've got to admit I qualify for that percentage uh, contribution. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's, so, it's a so mess. Do I. So do nothing, I. <laughs> nothing could go right. It just seemed like there wasn't the possibility of having, the, you know, that peace of mind. And, and nobody understood. Nobody understands today. It's all, it's all still out there. There isn't a source. If I go to VA today, I'm not going to find a, a relief currently where I go. That's the one downfall I find with my local. But uh, I know there are sources out there, but we're all um, hesitant to go out and reach to them. And there's where Chaplain Carter, I believe that's where you come into it because I said to you earlier before the show started that there is no higher compliment to be paid to any individual, even uh, to our commanders our, uh, you know, in, in combat than to call a person chaplain in a combat environment. And, uh, and I extend that to you because that's truly what you're doing. We are still in a combat environment trying to integrate back here in society. And... You you asked earlier about preserving the marriage and everything. Uh-huh. Okay, yes. um, going to prison is a, is a severe strain on our family ties. And if they're married when they enter prison, the odds are stacked against them. Studies show that eighty five percent of marriages collapse when one spouse is in prison, even for a short wow. stay. Wow. wow! Wow! That's brutal. That, even, that adds that 90%, and I'm sure, I wonder what percentage then, this is just speculation perhaps, because but maybe somebody knows it out there, but those individuals that do go into uh, a prison environment, I wonder what percentage they add to that 90% or what that 90% portion is of those that have gone to prison. That's true. That's very, yeah. very true. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Chaplain, as far as... Uh, with the marriage, we we understand it's a big percentage there, but uh, here's a good one. Um, what do you teach these guys that are incarcerated as far as connecting with the right kind of people that are already inside? I mean, that that is probably a very touchy subject. Uh, uh, you don't want to get messed up. Well, you can't say uh, 
with the wrong crowd because <laughs> you're all you're all in prison to begin with. But <laughs> what? How do they? How, how do you teach something like that as far as connecting with the right people when they're all in prison? Okay, um, the relationships and um, the code and everything. So pre- um, surviving prison has a lot to do with the company you keep, the kind of relationships that one has. Mm-hmm. And that brings us into the present of the prison code that outlines the rules for behavior. This code isn't written down, but it is passed down to the inmates. Okay. And it includes some common sense that can help guide um, them safely um, through their time in prison and everything. And um, one of the first problems with with the code is it does not count for the variety of prisons and jails in which condi- uh, conditions differ. And um, there's a difference between supermax and trustee camps, between federal and state. And uh, the there's a lot of truth between um, uh, the diff- the definition for the difference between a state prison and a federal prison. Federal prisons you tend to have your white collar criminals. And in states, you have your blue collar. And so you're dealing with a different group of people. And, um, but a few trusted friends can be found in it, whether it's a state or a federal prison. And, um, what, what I'm trying to do is I'm very active in veteran self help groups. I just finished putting one together here in Texas down at Livingston at the um, Polanski unit. And uh, veterans can help veterans heal, and they have a like-mindedness and everything. Um, and it's, it's just a constant um, reminder to them that bad company corrects, corrupts good character. Go ahead, you can chuckle there now. <laughs> 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 Boy, you knew that was gonna. You knew that was coming, huh? Oh yes. <laughs> so, and um, one of the one of the um, the key places that I try to encourage my veterans in prison to um, to find um, good positive um, connections for their for their. Um, Connections is um, in the chapel, uh, the programs that are there in the chapel, and um, that that's always um, that's always a good place to start. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, we'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, just listen up. On April 24th, Demet Chevrolet in Clearwater, Florida has put together a military appreciation and career day, which includes the launch of the American Heroes Water. Be sure to visit our website for more information. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, uh, Chaplain Carter from the National Incarcerated Veterans Network USA. And Jim, you had a question just before we went to break. Yes, uh, Chaplain. Um, we hear about the women uh, in combat and in increasing roles of uh, of stress and uh, danger, and uh, there are many citizens and uh, veterans uh, reaching out to them, as well as even in our own military, the Purple Heart. Wendy Buckingham is doing a fine job job in women's outreach. Chaplain, what's the demographics of women in prison that are veterans? Of uh, the 800,000 to a million veterans in prison that I mentioned earlier and everything, and that's a good question. Everything. It, it looks like there's 20%. Mm-hmm. So we say 20% of the million would be 20,000 women, and they're dealing with the same sure. issues that the men are dealing with, and the number one issue that they're dealing with is anger. 20,000 women in prison today approximately. Approximately that are that are veterans, isn't that staggering? That uh, two hundred thousand, twenty thousand. Yeah, but the twenty percent of a, of a million. Oh, Am would I be two hundred. Yeah, would be two hundred. Yeah, two yeah. hundred. Yeah, I said twenty. So a little I bit. Miss, more. I missed that point in math class. Yeah. It's been too many yeah. years. <laughs> Damn yeah. that that decimal does it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Well. I think the, uh, one of the main reasons uh, I wanted you on the show, Chaplain, also to uh, get word out because you can't do this alone. Um, how can how can our listeners help? Uh, what do you need as far as uh, uh, getting involved? Uh, what kind of people are you looking for, and uh, what kind of help are you expected? The the number one um, thing they can do is keep us in their prayers. The uh, myself and the um, the men and women that I am connected to that are in prison and everything keep it, keep us in their prayers. And if they know 
of the incarcerated and everything, drop them an encouraging letter every now and then and everything because maintaining contact with the uh, free world is a um, recipe for um, that all kind of destruction and everything positive that I can do and everything. It just, uh, it, it's easy to feel left alone and um, shut out of, um, you know, too many bridges burned yeah. that leads up to prison and everything. And so a lot of these men and women are alone and don't feel like anybody cares anymore. So those, those are two, two important points. And thank you for the question there. Chaplain, what was uh, what with with that uh, sad event that you know placed you behind bars, and that's a that's a brave thing to share with us. Uh, what was it while you were there for that period of time? What what was it that turned you at that point, knowing that 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 spiritual uh, healing and uh, connection was the one thing that nobody could offer in the military except for the chaplains, but you found something there. You found that link that said, this is, the, this is the course that I have to pursue. What was it then? The connection that I made, uh, and that's, that's a good question, and thank, thank you for that, Jim. Uh, my connection that started turning me around was a woman by the name of Mary Sandifer. And Mary was my boss in my prison job. But Mary had served in Vietnam. She was with the 57th Medivac out of Pleiku. Wow. That's where I served out of. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Bless her heart. Yes. And so uh, we, we, had a, we had a natural bond there, and it was, um, it was um, Mary's um, influence on me that really started changing uh, my thought patterns and everything, and uh, realizing that uh, their rational thinking and behavior that I had been embracing uh, could be improved and turned to positives. And so Amazing. that's what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about the benefit of having a fellow veteran because peer to peer, it's just that commonality that, that allows us to open up when we, we share things. There, there's still things I don't talk to the average person about, but uh, a fellow veteran, uh, we can reach a commonality there and um, open up and uh, open up the release valves, the things we've been bottling up. And so Absolutely. what turned me around, like I said, was Mary Sandifer, and I still maintain contact with her. To this day, she's she's just uh, a best friend. Uh, boy, that would that would be a strong uh, Gary. What a yes. strong program later on with having Chaplin and Mary on and talk about it. The next step down the line here is is this all progresses with uh, Chaplin Carter at the helm. Wouldn't that be a great uh, segue? Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Wow. Definitely. Yeah. Well, Chaplin, what's the uh, you know I know you need help, correct? I mean, right. as far as uh, other other um, chaplains, other or just, are you looking for strictly chaplains to to go to these prisons that uh, uh, you know to share some of this workload with you, or or are you looking for volunteers, or does it have to be a chaplain? It does it have that? Then that's that's a good point there, Gary. And um, I, I prefer 
veterans, male or female, and um, if they have a, you know, a willingness to share their personal stories with with um, with the men and women that are in prison and everything, um, that would help and everything. But there, there's no uh, having a um, chaplain title or any any religious title and everything is not really necessary. But um, the um, the most effective people that I've seen dealing with veterans or um, or fellow veterans. So that that would be a strong. Uh, and yeah. so, if like I said, I, I I'm always needing help and everything, and um, would would invite any of the listeners to contact me about being involved in this work, and uh, I can find a place for them, whatever their talents. Hey, I know I know a 71M20 uh, that would like to be involved with it, a chaplain's assistant. I'm going to contact you. You got you got your first recruit today. Well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right. Now, Chaplain, how do they get a hold of you to find out more information? To get a hold of me, um, my mobile number is 262-385-6016. My email is philipcarter423, that's philip with two L's in it, 423 at yahoo.com, or carterphilip423 at gmail.com. You can also Boy. visit me on um, my website, which is http colon slash slash prisonministry.net slash NIVNUSA. Boy, Chaplain, pretty soon you can start your own phone book. Jeez. <laughs> oh, most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> and, um, uh, and, of course, um, I'm, I'm on the social media, um, the uh, Pinterest, the uh, Facebook, and the um, people can uh, All right. just friend so, me on Facebook and visit NIV and USA Ministry there on Facebook. You know what would be cool if you could have um, uh, one person from every branch of the, of the uh, military because, again, you have your uh, guys in prison that were in the Army, some were in the Marines, some were in the Navy, and so on and so on, and having these guys uh, do the peer-to-peer uh, with the same branch that uh, the uh, incarcerated vet uh, was in. Yeah. I, Gary, I think that's a great idea. All right. We'll have to implement that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Can, can, I, can I go back to, uh, to another point you asked about sure. earlier, Gary, and everything? Sure can. Uh, you asked about the particular issues uh, with with the um, the female veterans and everything. Uh-huh. And one of, one of the number one things that I deal with among the ladies, of course it's prevalent among the men too, but more so among the women, is depression. And yes. so uh, I... I we have that when they're out of out of prison too, <laughs> right? And I'll tell that, you, uh, go through a that, lot. That 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 there, there's some simple tricks that they can uh, that I try to teach them, and that's to eat well, to eat the vegetables and the salads, limit their caffeine and sugar, um, 
that the junk food that they're buying from the canteen, and then um, get outdoors. Sunlight is great, and uh, uh, then then um, women are, are more um, in tune to being. Um, I, I think the mother uh, maternal instincts come out, and, and they they they're good about helping others, and that's um, that's a good way to lift oneself, also. You know, to get to, to get groups, uh, any any veteran, uh, f- female veterans out there listening to the program, uh, I think it might be um, a good idea to contact because you could be the first to help out. Uh, I mean, 200,000 incarcerated uh, uh, female veterans sitting in jail. Um, uh, and because the workforce is not, you know, the, the workforce is not big enough yet to handle the women, uh, uh, now is that peer-to-peer. Uh, get these women uh, vets out there to go visit these prisons and help out. That better does an excellent suggestion and everything. It's, it's just, um, and there, there's, um, it seems like we're building new prisons um, every day and everything, so it's, it's not hard to find, regard, you know, whatever part of the United States you're in or it's not hard to find a prison right there in your backyard. And I contact the chaplain there at this prison and um, get involved in um, what's going on inside. Yeah. You know, Definitely. I would, chaplain, you know what I would, excuse me, Gary, I would, I would think that the foxhole uh, scenario that we uh, speak about, about, uh, you know, in Vietnam or in any war, Korea, you know, W2, W1, that there were few atheists in a foxhole. And I suspect that probably the motivation when an individual is in prison is to the avenue for help and spiritual being the most uh, root of help. I think that's probably a probably a perfect uh, a fertile environment by which those individuals turn their, their souls around so that they are, you know, up, let's say uh, open to that type of an inf- uh, informational uh, relief for their difficulties. Well, that, that's a that's a good point and everything. And um, we we, um, we we mentioned earlier about the suicide rate and everything, and um, and it, it's just um, any any help that. Um, Particularly the women are getting and everything. We, we may be able to cut down in some of that uh, some of that um, statistics there of um, those that are um, mm-hmm. giving up and um, can't afford that. No, no. Not the ulti- yeah, the ultimate despair to just totally give up and just uh, allow to happen whatever's going to happen out of your control and to relinquish that control totally of your own self that's right yeah that's right well we're going to go ahead and take a break okay if you can save money in your business would you be interested then check out our sponsor first class merchant services if you own a business and are interested in saving money on that merchant account service be sure to call josh first class merchant services at 407 401-0772. He is national. That's 407 
401-0772. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with uh, Chaplain Carter from the National Incarcerated Veterans Network USA. And Jim, you had a question about you're going to start a rally? Well, uh, you know, I, I just am searching my soul. I can remember standing with uh, Chaplain Harrison amongst other of our combat veterans and service veterans in Vietnam. And I can remember us in tears standing there and coming together in prayer and asking for God's intervention. And Chaplain, I, uh, I said it earlier and I'd like to say it again. I would like to be, uh, I'm sure there's others that are waiting now and probably even putting emails together and contacting you. I'd like to put my name in that number and say, let's get going, folks. Those that are listening, those 238,000, search your soul right now because there's veterans out there, men and women both, that their life is depending on our response. Both, 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 both temporal, excuse me, Javin, both temporal and eternal. That's, that's the brevity of what they're facing right now. Yes. So, how is that going to be handled? I know for myself, I'm going to contact Chaplain, uh, and we're going to make those email addresses and uh, contact numbers for Chaplain Carter available on the on the uh, on the website, and we're going to move forward with this, and we're going to do some good things along with Chaplain Carter's uh, leadership. 
we can do no less, Gary, and, and, and for the listeners that are out there, we can do no less at a time when we're losing 22 a day. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, the, the, the main thing for, for um, the listeners and for even us to, to remember each day, the same blood of Jesus Christ that cleansed us from our sins is available to cleanse the incarcerated sins. And no matter how heinous the crime may be that got them uh, involved in entangled in the justice system and everything, we do have a God that does love each and every one of us. And he sent his son, and it's his blood that cleanses us. And there's, there's no big sins and little sins with God. That sin is sin. And that's just yeah. the bottom line. And it takes the same blood. So I, w- I would encourage the listeners and everything to just um, think about that because um, it's, you know, the, these are still precious human beings regardless of what may have happened in their lives. And they're worth saving. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, we just uh, passed Easter, and uh, on the cross, Jesus said to one of the uh, other thieves hanging uh, uh, by his side, "says Surely today you will be in heaven with me." Because he simply said, "God, remember me in the he- in heaven." And absolutely. so it's that it's it's it, it's that it's that blessing and that uh, and that answer that can be brought to those all veterans, all individuals. And this is a big thing. This is a really big thing. Yeah. And again, I think it's, it's necessary. We were talking about the peer-to-peer situation. We can't forget about that. Um, uh, that would help out a lot, wouldn't it, Chaplain? Uh, Absolutely. Getting, getting more people involved. Um, you know, it might be tough that first time going to, uh, going to a prison. And, and, uh, but just remember, you're helping. Um, you know, and, and that's all that counts right now. Uh, we don't want to see more suicides in prison. We don't want to see more suicides anywhere. But uh, the thing is, uh, you're, you're helping to prevent one, um, you know, when you're talking about someone that's, being, that's incarcerated, correct? Correct. And, and there, there's clear ways to reduce the, the suicide rate among veterans and the incarceration of veterans, and it's, it'll, it'll trickle over into um, the mainstream society as well. And for those that are involved in um, our mental health and substance abuse care, uh, we need to expand access. We need to decrease the stigma that keeps re- uh, some returning soldiers from seeking help. Culturally competent mental health professionals developing partnerships with law enforcement and others who can help reduce justice involvement. So with the a- annual cost of prison running $25,000 per person, Providing services, these mental health and substance abuse services, is a wise investment. The collateral consequences of an arrest can, must also shrink. A veteran should not yeah. lose their, their access to um, treatment while they're in jail in prison, and the barriers for employment, education, and housing for those who have an arrest or conviction record should also be reduced so people can get their lives back on track. Wow. Yeah, that's, 
you need to help out here. Um, and again, from the beginning, again, uh, Chaplain, as far as your responsibility was to go to these prisons, uh, but you you receive help now on the West Coast, don't you? Like California I, and, and Arizona. And I, I, I'm fortunate to have connected with Matt Davison out in California, and um, Matt Matt is just a great guy. In fact, I got an email from him yesterday and everything, and he was um, scolding me about trying to chat with him on Facebook and telling me to go back to his email and his LinkedIn and everything. But Matt's a good guy. He's been doing this, working with veterans in prison for um, 20 years now. And then um, in uh, Wisconsin, Another strong um, ally I have is Bob um, Gusti. Uh, I think I said his last name right and everything. But but Bob is trying to retire, so uh, we're going to need some help up there in that area of the United States. And it, it's just uh, the opportunities are here, and if others would like additional information and everything that we've not covered during our time here on the air, uh, I would invite them to contact me, and I'll be happy to um, answer any questions and share additional information with them. Yeah, great, good. Good. good, and and start those start those peer to peer groups. I think that would help out uh, tremendously, also. Okay, absolutely. absolutely. Now, now we only have a couple minutes left, and Chaplain Carter, it was a pleasure having you on our show today. Uh, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing, sir? We still yeah, live in the greatest yeah. country in the world, and we can be proud of what we've accomplished in the United States. And I would encourage everyone to uh, be proud of the red, white, and blue. We have a great country. It's full of great people, and uh, it just—I wouldn't live anywhere else. <laughs> All right. All right, Jim. Chaplain, you—you uh, you, uh, said something and sent us something. Your conclusion, uh, starting with "We can do it." Uh, would you finish that? It—we can do it. It's not only we—we we can do it. We must do it. Yes, beautiful. Absolutely. The lives that are being lost are too precious to, to give Absolutely. up at this point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. God, God bless you, Chaplain, right. and your efforts. Yes, thank you again. Now, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on AmericanHeroesNetworkRadio.com. And yes, you can hear all the archive shows right from your phone. And remember, the American Heroes Network Radio spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime anywhere and on any device. I'm your host, Gary Ray, signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation thanks to you we're living free 
Red, white, and blue We're America, you're 